1: Hello and welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. (laughs) I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. As always, joining me is my good friend and partner in crime, Rob Langevin. Rob, uh, the main takeaway from today's matches was, oh man, do we hate Southampton a whole lot? Yeah, they are fantasy
0: uh, abyss That's what they are. They are, the, they are the Middlesbrough of this past week is what just happened. Uh, <laughs> Middlesbrough of week 34 is the Southampton of week 37. But at least they gave you um, one clean sheet in the first game. But offensively, they are just a poo fest. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, zero goals in three games now yeah. for, for the Saints. Uh, I, I, I think it's 14 shots on goal in those three games. That is not conducive for the official game
1: usefulness at all yeah you know my uh, you know my sneaky james ward Prowse play yeah awful three points (laughs) the same as hazard in one match yeah my sneaky good
0: play last week did well
1: so was it sanchez (laughs) no it was uh all brighton oh yeah not a bad shout yeah lovely assist and as we mentioned at (laughs) the time one of the best crossers of the ball in the premier league so when he's playing yeah there is definitely value there i fortunately lucked out on this week uh i did use my triple captain on sanchez which could have gone 30, worse, could have gone better. What you get? Thirty worse. something. Forty-two, with bonus. Forty-two.
0: There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was triple three. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll take that. Uh, and my horrible daily blint call led to me getting Stevens in, who kept yeah. the one clean sheet, got me the bonuses, and then also the two minutes this week. So he got me eight. But uh, my bench man uh, <laughs> coming into today. My bench was Caballero with six, King with five, and Stevens with eight. All of whom would have been my second highest score heading into the end of the week.
0: Yeah, it was (laughs) a it
1: was a bad week. The average points were forty six this week. Ended up on seventy five. I I assume your Agüero play went better than this, yeah? On the triple captain? Uh,
0: no, my Agüero. He only I think he only netted one goal, and that double was double week. The double twenty seven. he only got, but he only got twenty seven points. So it, I don't think it was. Oh, even, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything to write home about. Whatever he scored in week twenty seven is what it was, but I don't yeah. think it was as much as, as four as as Sanchez has scored.
1: Dang. Uh, Fair enough. But but yeah, I, I'm in
0: the same. I was in a similar boat with you. I made a, a gut call on an Arsenal defender, and he never even played. But it doesn't matter. I got I got a uh, Maya Yoshida in as his replacement. So same I, thing. It, yeah. It, it even doubt, you know, yeah. it doesn't. But week thirty six is in the past. Southampton and Arsenal are now off the double game slate for thirty six. Now they're back on the slate for thirty seven, <laughs> which is which is what we are here to talk about. This is the it's just the Mount Everest of the official game season. The the final two games. Oh, this is the, the climax.
1: Next week is yeah. going to be dog trash, but this week is going to be insane. As we just mentioned on our DFS show, starting this Friday. There is not a day without Premier League matches until next Friday. That's,
0: that's awesome. And then all the games are on Saturday at Wait, 10 a.m. At, at shouldn't
1: they be on Sunday? The following. Whatever day they are. You know what I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure they're on Sundays. Yeah, Sunday, May 21st is the last day. Yeah. You know what I meant. That's Everybody at home knows what Yeah. But uh, remember, last year, both of us were counting on that last week. And yeah. this this year, I think we have both learned <laughs> to,
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> to not do that.
0: I mean, um, I'll still have I'll have my all-out attack
1: chip. Yeah, so. I don't think I'm going to use it this year. Well, you might as well use it. I mean, what's the difference? Because I have better defenders than other positions. Okay,
0: that's your prerogative, Kevin. Well, we'll we can get into that next week. Why, if if why you think it is better? So tune in next week
1: as Kevin decides if AOA. I'm just, I'm just is saying worth that it. over the last two seasons, and I don't think you'd disagree because it was your point last season. Over the last two seasons. Defenders have been more consistent, just yeah, across absolutely. the board. Once, absolutely. once you figure out who the good defenses are, which usually takes about ten weeks or so, <laughs> they just tend to get you more points than, yeah, well, consistently at least.
0: But yeah, finding a good defender is like buying Wonder Bread. You know, trying to find and hit on a, a midfielder or a forward that hits hits on a week is like buying like
1: grain like <laughs> bread. I was going to say, it's like, um, I don't know if your grocery store has this, but you know, the, um, meat that's like a day from expiring. Oh, you yeah. You can buy like a, steaks for, and stuff. Get, buy <laughs> one, feel, get one. It buy feels one, like that. One. You're, you're really gambling because the upside is a super delicious steak that you got for crazy cheap. And the downside is they misjudged it by a day and it's already garbage and you maybe and you maybe have salmonella. Or oh yeah. Botulism. There might be worms crawling out of you. But <laughs> enough about that. Um Rob, I want to lead in with price changes because there's a lot of uh, permutations that have taken place uh yes. regarding how people should address this week. I personally am all re- automatically going to take a minus 4, considering a minus 8 cuz you know if a, if a player is playing twice versus a player that's only playing once, you're basically only paying minus 2. Because yeah, of their minutes absolutely. played, um, but anyway, so yeah, I think it, it'll be more interesting if we start with price changes and then take that information and apply it to the rest of the things throughout the show.
0: That that's a, that's a brilliant deduction, Kevin. And I was going to say <laughs> that that you know it doesn't it, with a double game week. You're only ba- if you're bringing in a player that's not on a double game week. Um, go to the shed, grab a hammer, smack yourself in the face with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the price changes have already come off because this this week was you know strirated out since since friday of last week and it just ended uh as we were recording this it's just post uh, arsenal match so um the the price changes have have been in flux and there's going to be more and it's going to be affecting the 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 way people bring in transfers and how much money they're going to have because it's going to be a penny pinching type of thing because they're going to try to maximize every ounce of fantasy potential that they can out of their dollar um so we'll jump right into the price ups I'll start on defense, uh, Gary Cahill, Robert Hooth, Vincent Company, Phil Jagielka, uh, Cedric, and Jan Vertonghen are the defensemen that have gone up so far. Um, three of the four are the cheapest entry basically into their team's double game week. Robert Huth, uh, Cedric, and Vertongen are probably, besides Ben Davis, obviously, but Jan Vertonghen is like the cheapest, most reliable, you know, stapled, nailed-on, reliable veil- Spurs defender. To me, that's just my opinion. Uh, Cedric, uh, you don't. S- it doesn't make sense to me. Um, his price is four dot nine. Uh, that that transfer in doesn't make any sense to me. Th- does it to you, Kevin? If you have if you have Yoshida and 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 Jack Stevens there mm. sitting there in front of you at their pr- at their current prices of four dot two, and I-, I think my, my Yoshida is four dot four. Yeah. It- it- does that make any sense that people are buying into the Cedric wagon right now after what we have seen from Southampton after this double game week? <laughs> uh,
1: it does not, and also. <laughs> There's no way he plays two consecutive matches or what ends up being three in seven days.
0: No, absolutely not. Yeah, this is one
1: big thing I want to remind everybody at
0: home. Uh, unfortunately, with the official game, you know, rosters lock before we get a, a good idea of who's going to play and who's going to sit. So, you know, it, it kind of – rotation is going to be a problem for a couple of these teams. Uh, so I think Arsenal and Southampton are, are both two key components of those. Um, but, but everybody just make heady decisions. You know, don't don't go last minute, but don't go way too early. Stay somewhere in the middle, and you you should be fine. Uh, also, on the ups, we'll go through the midfield: Alexis Sanchez, Mesut Ozil, Ed Nazard, and a strange one: Amre Chan has gone up. Uh, that that one to me, it's it, I know, I understand it's why people are doing kick, 100%. it. It's it's the bicycle kick and his price tag. It's basically what it is. They're they're yeah. trying to get a, a player who has fantasy ability. For a, a you know a four dot whatever five dot whatever so they can get the stars into their lineup. I, I get it. It makes complete sense. I wouldn't go that way, but he only has one game. You know, take Mark Albrighton for four dot nine. You know that that'd be the best way to go. Uh, on the forwards, uh, Ashley Barnes has gone up. Costa and he- uh, Jesus have gone up. They're probably the most obvious two in this whole write up. And then a strange one is Gabby Dini has gone up. Uh, no goals in five games. No goals for Southampton in three. Um, Kevin, talk me off the ledge for not wanting to shoot everyone who's bringing <laughs> in Gabbiadini.
1: Currently, a weird combination of different suicide uh, variations. Of the yeah, pull you yeah. off the ledge from shooting someone. Um, <laughs> Gabbiadini had many shots today. He is involved. He's the person stretching the defense, but he just does not. He just can't put anything on target. And I, I think that was the difference right after the Chelsea match, where I, I was starting to buy in was because mm-hmm. he was heavily involved. And you are like, what are you seeing in this? And I think I finally kind of come to your point where he doesn't do anything. It's very Adama Traore-esque. He keeps yeah. getting in dangerous positions, and it looks like he's going to do something, but then he doesn't, um, <laughs> which is obviously a huge problem. I mean, I already mentioned Ward-Prowse was a massive frustration for Southampton. I mean, no goals in three should basically tell you all you need to know. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm I'm just very very disappointed with all of them, especially Gabudini. The fact that people saw these recent performances and were like, "Let me get some of that is baffling to me.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely bat- batty, Drives me batty. And then uh, also on the expected to go up tonight, because since you know people are speculating, they're, if you need to make a move today, or if, actually, if you're hearing this, it's already too late. But going to go up is De Bruyne, uh, Ryan Bertrand, Albrighton, Pedro, uh, Koscielny, Anichibi. Uh, Monreal, Caballero, and surprisingly another Southampton defender. People are just buying too much into the Saints with their two upcoming fixtures. Nathan Redmond, uh, I, I don't get it. Um, so, but those are the ups for now. Uh, there'll probably be another another round of them tomorrow. That'll probably be, it'll tell where the transfer you know trends are are heading. Um, so those are the ups. We'll go into the downs. There's a lot of downs because people are shifting off people who don't have a double game week. But there are some bizarre ones that I pulled out. Uh, Marcus Rashford has gone down. They do have two fixtures. Uh, I worry I worry that United just doesn't have enough uh, offensive potential going forward to to make Rashford and his price tag in the sixes be noteworthy. Uh, Romelu Lukaku, it's pretty weird that the uh, the leading goal scorer in the Premier is going down because he doesn't have a double. Don't be stupid. Uh, Divac Arichi has gone down. Liverpool is just blah, and they don't have a double. And same thing with Roberto Firmino, no double. You shouldn't be owning anybody that doesn't have a double unless you're stuck there and you used all your chips to try to make up something in your mini league. Uh, Mctarian, same thing as Rashford. I don't trust United to do anything more than put one goal in, and that's even by any stretch of the imagination probably a a win-win for for Jose Mourinho. Uh, David Luiz has gone down, which is a surprise because I think this is just a shifting of – uh, one Chelsea defender to maybe get another Chelsea defender in. I, I don't see any other reason why he wouldn't be included unless people are worried about him maybe sitting one of the two games, which is definitely a possibility because Chelsea can clinch if they win the first game. So kudos to them. Valencia injury, no playing time. Uh, United again. I think people are sailing on the, the the United fantasy wagon for for now or probably for the rest of the year. And then another one, uh, West Brom do double, um, but Chris Brunt has gone down. But so I think it's just by a, attrition of fixtures for, for Chris Brunt. I know he has some ability for fantasy, and his price tag is, is middle of the road. But you know West Brom does not have anything that remotely looks like a good fixture this week. Mm-hmm. With, with with they have Chelsea and and City, I believe. Yeah. So that's that's awful. Uh, awful timing to be a West Brom fan or a Baggies fan, but it's Tony Pulis' system. They got the forty points, and now they're they hit cruise control and they're going r- way down r- Route sixty six to the the twenty eighteen season.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I do have a question for you um, Shoot. because, and we talked about this a little bit previously. Just full disclosure, um, there are a couple of single match week strikers that I. I'm considering bringing in just four price dump options, and Mm -hmm. I feel like this ties into the Gabbiadini thing. Have we been so frustrated by Gabbiadini that you would rather have a single-match player, like Rondon with his horrible fixtures with a double, or somebody like Sam Vokes with three goals in the last five, somebody a little more expensive like Benteke, who has the most shots on target over the last five matches? There are other players with singles that may do more in one match than Gabbiadini does in two. So you're given two pieces of advice. One, only bring in double players. But two, Gabbiadini's awful. So is he bad enough that you're shifting out a a player with two matches this week? Or are you just going to try to hold on and make changes only with singles?
0: Well, I'm saying transfer in double players because that's where the value of the play is right but you're, are you saying to transfer
1: out any doubles that have been frustrating like a oh, lot of people are shifting off of hazard you, who has a double people you are shifting definitely off can now you,
0: you definitely can i have this week currently and i'm probably going to do another one um, but yeah i mean if you're sick of of a player and their and their form is not you know conducive for your fantasy lineup by all means go ahead you know like you like you mentioned before by bringing in a player with a double game week it's only 2 points per game so basically all they have to do is play minutes and they you get ze- get net 0 points so yeah. there's always that fantasy potential to do more cuz you're basically scrapping at 0 so that from that standpoint sure do do I say if you have a lot of tra- if say if you have one transfer this week you're probably not going to transfer out a double game week guy for another double game week guy you're probably going to try to transfer anybody out on your roster that has a single week and try to upgrade your roster to a guy that has a double game week. So to answer your question, it, it's kind of multifaceted here. If, if you have multiple transfers at your disposal, sure, you can go from a double game week guy to a better double game week guy in your mind, and that'd be okay. But if you only have one transfer this week, uh, and you don't want to take like a minus eight or a minus 12, or you're, ch- or you're chasing a lot of points in a mini league, and you want to you know make up some kind of difference, I, I probably wouldn't do it. I'd probably look somewhere else, take out a single guy, and try to upgrade that way. Um, but if, if it runs into a fund, you know, a fundage problem, then then you could probably do it to shift things around. So I mean, I'm not completely against taking out a double game week guy if he's bad, but it's also depending on your situation with your team, transfer wise, money situation, what you're chasing. So there, there's a lot of other factors that go into that than saying yes, no.
1: Okay, well, let's get specific then. Uh, were, were you done with uh, price downs? Yeah. I'm cool. Done. All right. Well, let, let's uh, do a little bit of either or then. <laughs> Would sure. you rather have Gabbiadini or Vokes? Uh, Gabbiadini. Oh, okay. Would you rather have Gabbiadini or Benteke? Uh, who does Palace have? Just the one match, but it's uh. Hall. Hull, away, Hull. Th- who have the worst away defense in the league? Oh,
0: the problem is I don't think I don't mm. see. I would put it. It's, it's the the Gabbiadini and the the Benteke thing. When I do my rankings this week, they're going to be very close. They're probably right next to each other. They're yeah. probably like five and six in the rankings, or six and seven. You know, they'll be right next to each other. And I don't, I don't rank Gabby Dini high at all this week. You know, there's probably four or five other strikers that I would definitely want to have. Obviously, there are obvious names: Jesus Costa. You know, maybe you know guys like Vardy. They'd be up there because he does have two fixtures. Maybe Defoe because he has two fixtures. But yeah, I mean. I God Palace is going to score in this game because I think Hull is, but Hall Hull is fighting. Mm. But they I both take are. Yeah, yeah. I I I if, think if I Palace think, lose I, this one to Hull. They're only
1: one point ahead of them.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I think I would take Van there only because I I think he scores.
1: Yeah, I also think that he scores in this one. Um, and then lastly, with <laughs> the most awful matchups, but a very tasty price. Would you rather have Gabbiadini or Rondón? Because yeah, because Gad. weirdly. I think Rondon is better against better defenses Mm -hmm. because they don't feel the need to lock him down individually. Mm -hmm. And he's big enough that he can contest with some of the better uh, center backs in the league. But (laughs) Chelsea finally remembered what clean sheets are, and City have as well.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say Gabby Dini there because uh, Rondon is playing against two teams that have – Chelsea in the first game have something to play for because they want to win the league. In the, in the, and then, they, then West Brom plays City in the second game of, of the week on Tuesday. You know, City is still going to be fighting for a top-four spot. So, you know, they, they're playing both two teams that have uh, opposite things to play for, you know, on opposite doubles. You know, Chelsea has a game. That they're going to try to win the league in the first game. And then City is, gonna try, is still going to be fighting for, you know, position when they play their second game. So, yeah, I, I don't like West Brom at all to even score this weekend.
1: Yeah, harsh, but probably true. Um, all right, so that that was the beginning of this massive sheet that I have that I've made <laughs> of different combinations of three players um, that I can fit in for the same price. Currently in my team, well, when I wrote this down, I've now already brought in De Bruyne for Hazard because I didn't want to lose out on that penny. Um, I previously Good. had Gabbiadini, Hazard, and Blint. Obviously, Gabby has mm-hmm. been garbage. Uh, Blint isn't starting anymore. Uh, and Hazard has been iffy. And I don't think he plays both matches. So I will. it will now be a trio. And mm-hmm. we'll just work through them and see who you would rather have. Because I'm sure a lot of people are in similar situations of they're trying to do something with their cheap third striker. They're probably trying to do something with one of their best midfielders. And they probably mm-hmm. need to change somebody at least one, maybe two in defense, especially if you're bench boosting. Mm-hmm. I, I bet a lot of people have a lot of singles still left at the back. So Gabidini hazard Blint doesn't exist anymore because I've already taken out Hazard. But would you rather have Vokes-De Bruyne-Vertongen or Benteke-Silva-Vertongen?
0: Mm.
1: What was the first one again? I'm sorry. Vokes and De Bruyne and Vertongen mm-hmm. or Benteke-Silva and Vertongen. So De Bruyne or Silva plus Vokes and Benteke.
0: I'd rather have the KDB side. I think KDB is the is one of the most honorable players right now, only I because agree. of what both I just things. what I just witnessed.
1: I think Silva is so sneaky, but I I do agree. <laughs> Would you rather have Benteke, Silva, and Vertonghen, who will definitely play both, or Benteke, mm. Swan, uh, Silva, and Aspilacuta, who will probably play both?
0: I'd go with the first one because like, I think Vertonghen plays both games.
1: Yeah, but Aspilacuta has played every match though.
0: Which, yeah, but but you know what? Um, they're trying to get people ten games. Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea is trying to get people ten games in the back. Um, so,
1: but even when they move things around, they like move him to right back or left back. Yeah, he.
0: I mean, he could. He's. He's probably going to play both fixtures, but
1: you know, and with, he has with, tasty fixtures. too. What is it? Watford and West. Watford.
0: And, yeah, West Brom and Watford. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, yeah. I'm. Oh, that's a tough one, Kevin. It is. That's a. That's a tough. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna side with the, with the. You know, it is is Conte gonna change? His lineup just because they won the championship? Probably. Yeah. yeah no, no. I I I could see I could see them starting with with it being Chelsea's I believe it's Chelsea's last home
1: game. Mm. Right? Uh, I thought that was thirty eight. Oh you're
0: right. Alright. So that 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 eliminates the John Terry starting, which yeah. I was just gonna say. But I could I could definitely see somebody, you know. Like maybe like an Ake starting and getting, getting a run, maybe Azuma yeah. getting a
1: run. But so, it could so be I at guess, Cahill's expense. I guess what the question becomes is would you rather have Vertongen against United or as not playing anyone? Because that's the risk of both, right?
0: Yeah, I'd rather have Vertongen playing United. Okay. Makes sense, but no Ibrahimovic, I don't tru-
1: et cetera. I don't, yeah, I don't trust United. <laughs> Fair defense. enough. Okay, so we'll go with the Benteke, Silva, Vertongen for there. So we'll stick with that team, Benteke, Silva, <laughs> and Vertongen, or Gabriel Jesus, Siggy with only one match, or Vertongen. Oof! I mean, why? was this this is deciding the second best option for city, right? We've agreed KDB is the best. Yeah. So, would you rather have Jesus or Silva? Basically, I'd rather have Vincent Company.
0: <laughs> 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 although, although no.
1: I will say Ode Mendy is a sneaky option this week. But we'll we'll yeah. get into that. Well, it's between Otamendi and Company. Those are the only
0: two staples that'll i probably play. The other Both. ones are going to change because because right. Cliche and and I think Sonia is actually going to be back now. So. Which is in, which can be interesting and with interesting. no
1: stones. That's why I think because you know company you can't really trust that fitness. But that's why I think um, Ochamendi yeah, against Leicester and West Brom both at home. Eh, I'm just listen, saying. But listen, Vincent company can't stay
0: healthy, but City is a different team with him on the pitch.
1: True, absolutely. They they've been immense since he has come back into that a team. So ginormous. But as far as City's second like option of attack, we can yeah. out defenders. Would you rather have Jesus or Silva, who was phenomenal last week? Uh, I'd rather have Jesus. Would you rather have? Okay, okay, yeah. So that that already trumps that. Then, um, these are separate because these are going changing two defenders. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have any of those? Uh, would you rather have the pairing of Vertonghen and holding or Aspilicueta and holding? You're sticking with Vertonghen because he definitely will stick with, I'll stick with Vertonghen. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, that was kind of a version of either or, and it should give you like some insight. As to how we're viewing a lot of these players, um,
0: but uh, but I have some I have some either ors as okay. well that oh, I yeah, that yeah. I prepared for you because oh, yeah. I don't want me, I don't want me to hog all the knowledge and, and fantasy <laughs> usefulness here. Um, but I, I did so I basically did one one defender, one midfielder, and then one superstar. How's that? Okay. So uh, we'll start on defense. Uh, Rob Holding with fixtures against Stoke and whoever that is. I can't read my freaking whatever my writing. So Rob Holding or Jack Stevens
1: uh f- holding but i like Stephens more as a player
0: yeah yeah steven uh, southampton does have burrow and united so they do have a an okay fixture and then maybe a a, a, a question mark fixture yeah, but, but i think would people are, in still can sunderland that's it sunderland i can't read my own writing yeah. bad bad rob <laughs> but uh okay so, so since we 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 nailed on the point that de bruyne is the the best option for City from an offensive standpoint, uh, and Jesus is probably second.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who's the third? Leroy
1: Sané or Raheem Sterling? Nope, Silva. They're, they're, one okay. of those is getting rotated. Okay, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. Listen, I have the softest spot for Silva, and seeing him put in the performance he did last week just reignited my insane uh, fire for him. I. Okay. I don't I don't know which of these is gonna play both matches. One of them might, but both of them won't. Okay.
0: I'm just saying. You know, Ed,
1: he's they're basically a, a whole dollar cheaper than,
0: than David Silva. I know. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying I'm just saying Raheem Sterling. You're saying that I'm loco crazy, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying I'm I'm not disagreeing because I like David Silva as a player and I think that he could be He could do some things this week, especially with the double fiction. I think he's a sneaky, sneaky, ownable guy this week. With his price tag being 8.6 and his ownership only at 2.3. Yeah, somebody's definitely going to maximize that and probably jump on it. Mm. Um, But, yeah, okay. So for the third one, if you had a gun to your head and you could only have one of these players this week, Eden Hazard, Lexus Sanchez, or Kevin De Bruyne,
1: I'm, I'm a very old-fashioned dude. We talked about this when I was actually there with you. Um, and I very much believe in the dance with the guy that brought you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm probably going with Alexis. He's been more frustrating lately. But I don't think ever in my history of playing fantasy, I've had a captain pick reward me more frequently mm-hmm. than Alexis I has. I 100% um, agree. That, that that stretch from like match week 8 to 20, like I just left it on him. The whole time, and what was it? He had like two or three matches over that period where he blanked. It yeah. was incredible. Th- he went, um, six, I think he went sixteen matches where he didn't have a goal or an assist. Yeah, it, it was it was just absolutely <laughs> terrific. And unfortunately, that carries weight for me. Um, mm-hmm. On form, it's De Bruyne uh, Hazard's last, um, but I'm I'm gonna stick with Alexis. I know I know he's the most expensive, and that's why in a a weird masochistic part of me, even though I had the triple captain on him, wanted Alexis to not score today. Because yeah. that would have been the out I needed to be like, fine, I'll move on yep. from this. Do De Bruyne and Hazard. Um, and the funny thing is, I did this week. That's the funny <laughs> <laughs> thing.
0: Yeah, I went from I went from Alexis to De Bruyne.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, for for me, and he's probably going to have the, my captain's band again uh, yeah. this week. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to stick with Alexis, especially because of how close they are now. Um mm-hmm. If they win their game in hand, they are one point behind Liverpool. And all of a sudden, this Arsenal team that everybody was mocking weeks ago and was saying has no chance of getting Champions League, haha, you're in seventh, has a very real chance of getting into it. So of all these big teams with these massive players, um, like if Tottenham win at the weekend, oh, this is an interesting caveat that I didn't even write down. Um, If Tottenham win at the weekend, they're in second, regardless of what happens. Mm-hmm. so will they relax will they play some players that are in the shop window if city win they lock in third um does that lock them in uh, of, of all these big clubs of course if Chelsea win they win the title of all of these clubs Arsenal are the ones that are pushing the most that need yeah. to make up the most ground so I, I also think Alexis is the most locked on to play both matches
0: yeah I mean I'm just, I just worry about the game being you know basically two full days after they just played <clears throat>
1: that's yeah. the only thing i worry about but we about. have seen insane crap like that from alexis where oh, he totally. got like hurt for chile chile mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> the next day was like back in training for them and all, all the arsenal fans were freaking out I, I i do understand what you're saying but his turnaround time is bonkers
0: no oh, i am I'm, I'm not doubting that he does play i'm just that's the oh, one thing oh, that, oh that, you're that, saying that, he might not be as effective just cuz he'll be on tired legs. yeah i i think that's that's why i went from sanchez to de bruyne i was worried sanchez. about the, the the turnaround time that you know, if you're investing in that kind of player, you're going to want both games guaranteed. I, I'm not saying De Bruyne is guaranteed either because you never know what could happen.
1: But. And De Bruyne has, weirdly, <laughs> De Bruyne has had a pretty crap year considering his oh, top, top of the assist table. But yeah, and the funny thing
0: is, the player that Kevin you mentioned before that we got kind of got burned last last year at this time, you know, waiting to use our chips and everything, yeah. De Bruyne was my triple captain yeah. you know, last week, and he killed me.
1: Yep. when it, when it was Olivier Giroud it should have been Giroud. Three, yeah, got, yeah. Was, was it a hat trick against Fifty one points. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that is pretty much insane. Um, but so yeah, I have Sanchez and De Bruyne. You went with Hazard and De Bruyne. Is where we landed yeah. on that. As, as a Chelsea yeah. fan, how how do you feel about that Hazard thing? I'm
0: I'm I'm nervous about it, but you know what? I've had I've owned Hazard for like a while, so. Yeah. How do you feel everyone, about
1: Costa? Weirdly, nobody's really talking about Costa. Everybody's worried about Hazard, and I feel like that's because the Brun is the exact same price point. What? But um Nobody's really talking about Costa up front. Yeah. I, and the funny
0: thing is Hazard should be everybody should be more worried about Hazard because, you know, the, of the thirty three starts well, they that he's are. made. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Out of the thirty-three starts he made this year, he's been subbed out twenty-two times. Yeah. He's only gone past seventy minutes. I think it was fourteen times, and and that's and they immediately subbed out like if, with before the eightieth minute. Mm-hmm. So well, part of it is
1: when you have Willian and Pedro on the bench. <laughs> yeah, and Fabregas in most occasions. Yeah, it's as just well. ridiculous. So I mean, yeah, it, it's. Oh, it's, sorry, I, I hate to keep being my ADHD self here, but what about Fabregas?
0: We'll get into him and when we do our start because <laughs> I have some dynamite dynamite stuff for Foreshadowing. you.
1: Foreshadowing. Gotcha. But uh,
0: yeah. Cool. So why don't we take a break and then we'll come back with our start sits and maybe our teams. Sounds like a plan. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen. Premium luggage options, buttery, soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com/slash trip for free shipping at 365-day returns. All right, and we are back to talk to you about our Starts and Sits. Full disclosure i usually write my notes out like a script rob makes fun of me for that i've not done that this week um, sure. <laughs> well i i honestly think that might be one of the reasons why this uh particular episode has already been more conversational as i'm less bullet pointing uh in my head but it's also why i'm so scattershot right now yeah. <laughs> um, but uh for my uh, forward that I'm going to start this week, I think it's Harry Kane again. He has the second most shots on target over the last five matches, and the chances have been there um, for him. There, He's also had a lot of just normal shots that haven't been on target of late. I think they'll start going in. I mean, the form that Christian Eriksen is in right now is just absolutely bonkers. with, with What Eriksen has been doing, and with—actually, uh, Ali was pretty disappointing <laughs> against West Ham. But Eriksen had a pretty good match, uh, even in that loss. Um, and I think all the only person that clearly benefits from that is Kane. And I think there's another sneaky thing in here, which is Rose is finally back in full training. It happened. We did it, guys. We out here. Re- Squad. Re- re- rejoice. <laughs> right. Um, and I think that only, de- that only helps this attack um, where Ben Davis has clearly been struggling. Um, <clears throat> if you could pick, kind of like you were giving me with those midfielders, if you could pick one double game week striker this week, who do you think is the best option?
0: One double week guy. Mm. Uh Kane.
1: Yeah. Kane and then Jay- and Kane and then Jesus. Interesting. And then Costa or hmm Okay. Fair enough. Um then in midfield. Uh I mentioned that I like Erickson a whole lot. Um I'm definitely on board with getting him, but I think the problem is a lot of people still have Ali, and it's not worth it (laughs) to switch from one to the other. Um, But we all mentioned bringing him in this week. I think it's Kevin De Bruyne. You just have to. With a goal and four assists in his last five, um, you you just (laughs) have to love what he's been doing lately. He, He seems to have much better matches when... Jesus is playing up front I'm not really sure why that is and it'll be interesting next season to see if that bears out over a longer sample size Mm -hmm. um but I mentioned at the start of the season that De Bruyne and and Aguero kind of seem to be getting in each other's way of course City playing quote-unquote a 4-3-3 there's a lot of weird minute tactical things that Pep's doing in there but um it feels like De Bruyne is has been mitigated a bit his, his ability has been limited because, remember last year, he was largely playing on the quote-unquote wing, but was able to constantly drift inside and everything. But this year, he's really playing closer to a central midfielder. And I think that's really hurt him at times this year. But for some reason, when when Gabriel Jesus is in, it, it just kind of unlocks something for him. Um, obviously, Jesus is in line to to get the start, probably in both of these, we would assume. Although Ike and Nacho may just come and ruin everything. And Pep loves ruining everything for fantasy fans. But I think De Bruyne is obviously um, somebody that everybody should be trying to get into their teams this week. <laughs> in defense, I put Mendy. I, I think he's the only City player that absolutely plays um, in both of these matches. And the fact that it's against Leicester away and West sorry they are at home versus Leicester and West Brom. Um, I think that's the best double except for Chelsea. And as we mentioned, Chelsea may have a whole lot of rotational issues. Um so yeah, I really like Odomendi at the back, and as I mentioned, Danny Rose is a sneaky one, but they're probably going to rotate them anyway, so not really worth doing unless you're like in a draft format where somebody dropped him, mm-hmm. uh, in which case, be sure to go get him. But uh, as we mentioned earlier, Vertonghen is, is the clear lock to hold on a spot in both of those. Toby probably as well, but Vertonghen has been getting off a weird amount of shots on target lately, um, and uh, the analyst in me just says, eventually, that'll regress to the mean. Eventually... One of those will <laughs> end up going into the back of the net. Uh, whether it does or not, who knows, but you'd assume on average. Yeah, um, yeah. Who do you have for yours? Well, I'll start in defense, and
0: you mentioned Otamende, and I will go Vincent Company. Uh, Vincent Company is a bonus darling. The bonus system loves him. Uh, his price just went up. He's at 6.0 currently. Uh, City plays a different kind of team balanced defense without him. Or with him in the t- in the lineup, and then there's no John Stones, um, so yeah, Vincent Company, Six out look at the, what he's done in the last three games when he's been there. City is a completely different team with him playing and his forehead uh, through the midfield. Um, you mentioned <laughs> him, Cesc- him and Eric Dyer with those crow magnon foreheads. Yeah, he's got a five head. It's not even a four; it's a five head uh, through the midfield. You mentioned says Fabregas before, um, so I'm going to get into it here. Um, everybody's going to be crunched to get three Chelsea guys in. Um, I'm not saying it's the best tactic because there are rotational questions, but there's rotational questions for a lot of teams. Southampton, Arsenal, uh, everybody probably has it. Every, everybody's going to do it. You, we just don't know who and what game. If it's going to be the first game or the second game, but, so we're waiting. But Cesc Fabregas, I, I went, I went and did some research. His price mm-hmm. is six point nine, ownership and two two point two percent of league. Okay, Kev, okay, you ready for this? In the so, ten matches, the, in the ten matches that he's had seventy plus minutes. He has three goals and 70, seven assists. What? Three goals and seven assists. In his he's ten. Play, in ten matches wow. that he's played 70-plus minutes. He has three goals and seven assists. That'll do. Wow. Uh, he's like – he's a super effective. Um, but the problem is it becomes a Chelsea crunch. Um, I, I recommend still keeping a Chelsea defender. I know picking one is probably hard. I'm going to say Marcus Alonso because he's the best fantasy one there. Mm. Um, you're trusting Eden Hazard or Diego Costa this week. I understand the waning. But, you know, I could see just being completely, you know, obtuse and going a different direction and punting Hazard and going to Fabregas. I'm not saying either any of these guys get get both games. But, you know, Fabregas for for the money at 6.9 is, is giving you a good bang for his buck. Uh, and in forward – Listen, everybody wants everybody wants two ten dot whatever, you know midfielders, whether it be De Bruyne Hazard, Sanchez. You know Ali is nine dot nine Everybody everybody wants and covets the high priced midfielders. There's only one way to do that, and that's to be cheap, especially at forward. So victory, be. I love you, I heart you. At four dot three, Sunderland has two fixtures. I know they're not the best fixtures. I know Sunderland has nothing truly really to play for, but. I, I I don't know why. I feel a victory needs to be something this week. I know he plays Swansea at home, and he plays Arsenal on the road, and then he played Chelsea on the road. Uh, you're probably not really counting on him in week 38. But for the double game week, at 4.3, for someone who's who's been playing, you know, basically all the time over the last five weeks, I know he hasn't gotten anything besides a yellow card and minutes. But that's, that's all I'm saying, is you're basically trying to save <laughs> save money to buy someone else. And Victor Inichibi is that saving point. So, so why, why,
1: t- why you got love for B, but you got to hate
0: my Vokes call, though? What do you mean? Because Inichibi plays two games. Yeah, but they're not good. Doesn't matter. Neither Sam Vokes. He wouldn't be playing for Burnley if he was any
1: good. He is? Play- Wait. Huh? What? Oh, I see what you're saying. No. You know, that's just
0: rude. Yeah, that's just rude.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just like... Your opinion, man.
0: That's just like your opinion, and I'm not going to listen to it because I have my own opinion about things. So uh, <laughs> on, on to my sits. Uh, we mentioned him. We hate him, even though we kind of liked him over some of the other choices this week. But it, it's Manolo Gabidini. I don't trust Southampton offense. There's a reason they haven't scored in three weeks, and it's because they suck at putting the ball in the net and moving it forward. Um so we're going to continue with the Southampton Love fe- Hate Fest in a second because my midfielder sit of the week is Nathan Redmond at five dot nine. Set
1: oh still owned in seven How 6%. deeply perturbed are you that his price went up?
0: Yeah, it, it's crazy. I don't understand what people why oh oh he's being subbed on. I trust him now then. No, it's stupid. Uh, he hasn't done anything all year. He's the new he is this year's Ross Barkley for me. <laughs> Last year Ross Barkley was, you know, just awful and the bane of my existence. <laughs> Nathan Redmond this year, I was so heavily invested in him in multiple formats and he just completely burned me. Um, and Southampton is just doing nothing even with their double game week, even with the enticingness of their fixtures. Uh I, I don't buy it at 5.9. I get people why bringing him in. People are bringing him in because he ha- he has a name that people recognize. And they're like, "Wow, Nathan Redmond's 5.9. Okay, maybe I'll do that. No, you're being an idiot. Don't do it. <laughs> on, on defense, uh, Arsenal defenders. I, I don't I don't trust it at all. I know really? they have two. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. I'm call me crazy, call me stupid. I I just can't lock in because I I feel like there's going to be a bad rotational thing. There's probably only one guy that will be. Nailed on the entire time, and I think it's Rob Holding. Yeah, everybody, else, everybody else, Bellerin showed his face today. Koscielny is eh. Gabriel, eh. Monreal, eh. You know, like I wouldn't pay the money to have a, a, an Arsenal defender above 4.1, and that's what Rob Holding is. So, I mean, if you're going to invest cheap, and do, do it with Rob Holding at 4.1. Mm. But I don't trust Arsenal defenders this week, even with a defender. Uh a double, a double gaming, but whatever. You know, you kind of have to because you kind of got to go with the lemmings and jump off the cliff with everybody else and follow your <laughs> fantasy fate to the bottom of the ocean.
1: Tell me how you really feel. I will say, though, that they've played much better since moving to three at the back, even though it's been a stupid three at the back.
0: You know what? I had a car that was cool like that, but I only I can only fit two in the back because they were fat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fine. Um, for my sins, <laughs> um, uh, I'm sitting Lukaku up front. His his being sold totally makes sense. No goals in the last three matches. Only two shots on target per match over that stretch, um, and so I totally get why people are, are shipping out. And with only the two matches left um, for him, I I, I get it. Uh, through largely no fault of his own, also would not be stunned if he scores against Watford. By the way, um, but yeah, it, it's just. Doesn't seem to be happening for him at the moment. Everton can't really go either direction at this point. Um, So they're just kind of in that weird purgatory where their season's basically over, but they still have to keep going out there. Um, I will say, I'm I'm curious to get your take on this as well in real football. It's starting to weirdly feel like Lukaku might actually be there next year. After like a month ago, nobody thought that. Where, Where do you think he'll end up? Um it de- it really depends on if
0: he lowers his demands and Everton kind of raises their money value i think
1: they'll,
0: i think there's a there's a comfortable meeting ground in between and i think that's the only that's the only thing that's that's keeping it from happening uh you know he wanted i, I don't remember what it was and it was in the twos, and i think Everton came back with 140 so i mean I, like there's 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 meat there's meat on the bone there that they can meet in the middle and and, and do something listen Lukaku is still a young man. He still has tons of football to play ahead of him. You know, he, he's shown that he can do it in the top flight of English football, and he's going to continue to do it for at least the next couple of years. Um, does he deserve a raise? Absolutely. Does he deserve what he's probably asking for? No. Nobody deserves that. Look <laughs> at what Ibrahimovic is making this year. He made $365,000 a week. That's crazy. It's crazy amount of money.
1: It is. It's very, very much <laughs> a lot of money um, <clears throat> in the midfield. I'm uh, benching Hazard. Uh I do not think he plays both matches uh and he's he's been uh not lately it was just really the last match <laughs> that really turned me off him but I've been burned by Hazard so many times before. Like I, a lot of people have joked on Twitter with the picture of um <laughs> just Hazard fading away every time he's in somebody's team but for his price point um two goals and one assist over five matches just isn't good enough for me. Yeah. Uh and he- if he was, if he was definitely playing both I would have held on to him, but I, I don't think he does. And you said even you may be surprised as well. Because you've got Willian right there. Like, it's not like – this is insane to say because of how good Eden Hazard is. But the drop-off from Hazard to the replacements of either Willian or Pedro is not far. Um, Especially going against is.
0: who they're playing. Look at who they're playing. You know, West Brom. Exactly.
1: Um, What would be crazy is if you somehow drew or lost to West Brom and the title race wasn't done. Um well, no, it, it will... Oh, a draw Spurs, does it, right?
0: No, I think a... Does a draw do it? As long as Spurs draws. Well, that, that's the, that was the whole key because uh, Leicester plays, uh, what do you call it, Spurs in the last week, and that's last last year, Chelsea tied Spurs to let, uh, what do you call it, win? To, or no, Spurs. Yeah, whatever.
1: Chelsea drew with Tottenham, which gave Leicester which, the title Leicester on a the day way. they weren't even yeah, playing. Yeah, that's it.
0: So now Leicester's going to tie Spurs to give... Chelsea the win regardless
1: well, that would just be very very rude, <laughs> also you should already have it wrapped up by next Thursday if you win against West Brom it's over yeah, um yeah. but anyway, um so yeah, Hazard is is a defender I'm definitely avoiding um for or sorry midfielder <laughs> uh for defenses that I don't really like this week um I don't know man that that Bournemouth Burnley match looks like an annoying one one um mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. So you're many not, of these You're not f- owning them, though. You're not gonna. You shouldn't be That's owning. True. That's true. So, so of just double game week teams, then, um, West I actually Brom, like a lot of Watford, them. Watford, West Brom, Watford, Watford, yeah, yeah. But those are. Pretty blatantly obvious, I and mean, most people don't own them. Any well, I guess I guess people are still owning some West Brom defenders. I guess you lazy. You sell like McCauley in there, right? But my point is, you kind of to your point as well. You shouldn't be owning <laughs> those people to begin with. Spurs. Who who's um, going to own a Spurs defender? <laughs> I know they're, they're only the best defense in the league and have the most clean sheets. But aside from that. What all does right. that get you?
0: Second place.
1: All right, settle down, there. Um <laughs> All right, uh, who are you? Oh, I guess we kind of both already talked about our teams. Well, who, what other moves are you looking at making this week? I've already gone through all of my permutations. Yeah, um, I'm probably gonna bring. I, I'm probably gonna
0: bring in Vincent Company only because I'm stupid and a big dumb idiot. Um, I'm also. <laughs> I'm also big ben, uh, bench boosting. Uh, yeah, I just did. I just did my wild card, and I'm going to take a minus only because I hate that these dudes' faces on my team right now. They suck. I'm tired of looking at them. Um, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. My team's garbage. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm probably going to do one more move. I don't know what it is. I may do two more moves. Who knows? I may just. I'm going to buy another wild card. I don't even. <laughs> I don't oh know snap!
1: You crazy for this one, Jay? Hove.
0: Yeah. Gonna learn today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah I I don't know I mean what is so what do you, what are your give me your top three captain's choices of the week not on your team just in general
1: oh well I think I have all the players that I want on my team this week um like I said I'm I might just leave it on Alexis Stoke and Sunderland mm-hmm. man neither of them can defend for crap um yeah. obviously I like that do not love the Kane against Manchester United matchup which is mm-hmm. why I'm not heavily leaning that way Costa against West Brom and Watford but you know Westbrook on their day can just be annoying as annoying. crap. Annoying. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the three obvious ones this week are Sanchez, De Bruyne, and Costa. And I think currently I'm leaning Alexis. Yeah, that's a
0: good call. I'm, I've transferred out Sanchez for De Bruyne, so. I'm Although probably, any he, any
1: thoughts from you on captioning goalkeepers? I don't know if you saw three of the Ooh. highest uh, triple captains yeah, that were used Fraser this week. Forster. Yeah, because Cech, he saved Forster and uh, De Gea.
0: Well, because he, he saved the penalty. So yep. it's it's you know. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna captain if you're gonna captain a goal if you're gonna you know captain a goalie, it's got to be Courtois. I mean, he has the best two matchups, I think. Mm.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, check me. check wouldn't be a bad shout again.
0: No, absolutely Stoke not. And Sunderland. But. So if you forget to do your roster and you had check last week and you do it this week, you're
1: gonna be what, what happened? What happened? <laughs> Great. How do I get all of these points? <laughs> I got a, Do I get a free concussion helmet too? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who's to say? Yeah. Who's to say? If I've been changed for the better. But because I knew you, I've been changed for good. Oh, oh boo.
0: <laughs> uh, a
1: little, little bit of a wicked reference in there. Don't worry about it. Uh, we're, we're pretty cool over here. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no. If
0: you're making a transfer, make sure it's a double game week guy. That's it. Believe in yourself. Follow your dreams. Don't let your dreams be dreams, you know? No. Dreams shouldn't be dreams. Sweet dreams are made of
1: these. Who am yeah. I to disagree <laughs> Um, not any Lennox that's all I know <laughs> uh, fair enough alright uh, Rob why don't you tell the folks where they can get at you
0: uh, you can find me on that, that Twitter machine uh, at Smokey underscore Loogie. Uh you can find all my writings on Razball. that's R-A-Z-Z-B-A-L-L dot C-O-M uh, and you can find me on this podcast and you can find me and Kevin on our DFS show on VIPbet.com uh, I don't know I'm probably lurking somewhere around a sports bar or somewhere
1: where they have a nice pint of Guinness. Fair enough. Hand pumped, I assume. Um, I am uh, Kevin DeVries, at KevRuff on Twitter. Uh, We obviously both host this show. We boast also, also, to be fair. Um, We boast a lot. We (laughs) boast a lot. We're never not boasting. Always be boasting. (laughs) We're excessive boasters. That's what I always say. Um... But uh, yeah, so we're on this. We're on the VIP Bet Show. Uh, I also write for Gold.com, so be sure to check all that stuff out. Also, always shout out to the Eagles Beac- Oh, I think we're also back on All in Sports Talk now. I don't know. I don't That's know. confusing. I've, I've, I know we're on, we've we've been on that for
0: for like the whole year, and I've, I've every time I tune in there, I've never heard us.
1: Yeah. Well, so. well there you go maybe tune in and maybe hear us if not they have some other stuff although i think it is all soccer now as well who knows but anyway uh thanks so much for listening go penguins hopefully um we'll see how this game goes i fear it's not going to go well having tossed away a 3-1 lead and it is the sports year of getting uh losses after 3-1 leads in seven game series but uh good luck to you at the weekend good luck to the penguins tonight and we hope you keep listening peace